It's time to find balance and be refreshed here on Every Heart, Every Woman. Every Heart, Every Woman. Get ready for uplifting music and inspiring interviews. Every Heart, Every Woman. Let's get motivated to move forward as we share our life experiences. Host Carla Nivens. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Before we jump into our interview for today, we're going to set the tone like we always do with some great music. This is It Is Well. It is performed by a group that I am a member of called For Change. Sit back and enjoy. And has shed his 
Welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. I hope you enjoyed. It is well performed by Four Change. Well, our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Go to loveministriesbuild.org for all of the great information about Love Ministries. You can also go to my website. CarlaNivens.com. Carla is spelled with a K. Nivens is N-I-V-E-N-S. Well, I am very excited to jump into our interview for today. We have something very special and very unique. Our guest for the first time on the Every Heart, Every Woman radio is Evangeline Harris. She is a financial coach and mentor and the designer and facilitator of a brand new multi-part online workshop called Growing Your Personal Wealth in 2021. The aim of this workshop is to share foundational concepts about personal finances, specifically how to eliminate debt and build an emergency fund. Don't we all need that? in ways that anyone and everyone can understand. This workshop being offered through Zoom is coming up on the last weekend of this month at 6.30 to 8.30 Eastern Standard Time and continuing all day on Saturday, February 27th from 9 a.m. through 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To register for the workshop, all you have to do is send an email to growingyourpersonalwealth at hotmail.com. First of all, Evangeline, welcome for the first time to our show. Thank you, thank you, thank you Carla. I'm so pleased to be here with you this morning. And I'm very excited to talk about this new venture. Yeah, I'm very excited as well. I know that um, you've been dreaming about this for years and years and years and years and years. Um, we, first of all, I would have to tell people that we are family members, wow. even though we live so far away from each other. So we don't get to see each other um, so often. But I know that this is, you know, just this is from your heart and you've been thinking and praying about this for years. So I'm excited that it's finally here. Thank you so much. Um, you're right. Uh, this particular a dream of starting a financial literacy program, a financial literacy course, a financial literacy business has been germinating in me for many years. I believe that it's born out of a lot of my own personal experiences and, and frankly, my own ignorance about money and money management. You know, I joke a lot with my friends and I tell them, that I have an advanced degree, 
right? And that is not that is not uh, trying to demonstrate a pedigree of any any of any degree at all. What that means is that you know the basic concepts of financial literacy can elude anyone if you are not paying attention intentionally, consciously to the flow um, of your money into your hands and the flow of your money outside of your hands. And a lot of, you know, when you look at some of the statistics that says, you know, 60% of Americans are not prepared for a $400 emergency, an emergency that requires them take $400 out of their accounts and pay for it outright rather than reaching for that credit card and using yet another credit line to support an, a critical expense. These are the kinds of statistics, and that's only one, these are the kind of statistics that make you realize that financial literacy plays a very, very important part in our lives, but there are so many of us that think, oh, I don't need this. I'm fine. You know, I have a job. I am making money. I can pay my bills. Um, and I'll think about this later. But 2021 is the time for us to think about it. And I hope that I'll be able to join the ranks of a lot of really amazing financial coaches and mentors and advisors whose aim and, and goal is to really help people create financial security in their future. I love it. I love it. So you're starting this, this, you know, this is something that has been kind of, um, like you said, you know, in your heart for a couple of years. So why is now the time? What is it about 2021? 2021. Um, I have been looking forward to 2021 for a long time. And I know you guys, uh, all, the, all of our listening audience has as well. Why? Because of this crazy <laughs> pandemic that came out of nowhere in March 2020. And pretty much brought the entire country to its knees. We weren't able to go anywhere. We weren't able to go to the, to the stores, to schools, to work. Um, and everyone was hunkered down for, for months in their homes, trying to figure out how do I keep the basics going? And I was as, I was as much a part of that as, as everyone else. I was teaching a class. I've been teaching a class on personal finances for this adult continuing education program over here in Fairfax. I've been teaching it for, for years. Um, it's sponsored by the Fairfax County um, Public School System, um, but it requires residents who come to the high school after work for a couple hours in order to participate in this class. And because of COVID, uh, the school system really pivoted in order to offer these adult classes through amazing technologies, these web conferencing technologies like, like Zoom and, and, and Google Meet. And uh, so I learned how to use the technology. And 
a lot more people started to sign on for these virtual classrooms than were able to come uh, to the physical physical um, um, buildings. So technology really played a big part in why I was able to do this now. And, and another really important thing happened last, last year. And unfortunately, it was not a positive thing. It was the, the racial unrest and social unrest that happened because of the murders of our Black citizens like George Floyd and, and Breonna Taylor. And, you know, I was, I was horrified um, as I was reading these stories. And I think that kind of woke me up. You know, our time is not promised. Um, life is not promised. Sometimes um, when we are at the lower end of the socioeconomic spectrum, um, we can be advantaged, we can be taken advantage of. Um, sometimes we feel powerless um, to, to direct our own destiny. And, and so these two things, the ability to be able to use technology to advance this business, this education, and the realization that we um, as citizens need to become more empowered and to do that financial empowerment uh, is a key, a key uh, um, step. Those two things became catalysts for me. And I thought, now is. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I get it. I, I get it. I, I, you know, the world watched in um, horror. And, you know, some people were in horror and some people were in shock and awe because they had no idea, you know, that this could, could happen in, in 2020. And um, it shook us. It shook us and it woke us up. And um, I have talked to so many men and women just like yourself who said, you know what, now is the time. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to let anything else, you know, stand in my way. And and of course, like you said, you know, technology has <laughs> you can you can pretty much do anything now, you know, through technology. I mean, we are still recording our radio show, still doing our radio show, you know, via Zoom. And so, and we weren't doing that before the pandemic, and um, it caused us to rethink our model, and you know. Um, um, our engineers, uh, Greg Uzlakovich is our engineer, and, you know, we had to come up with a way, how, how do we do this, and how do we continue to move forward, and how do we sustain uh, Every Heart, Every Woman Radio in a pandemic, and so um, I hope this is also just inspiration for um, our, our listeners who, who are thinking, you know, I, I have an idea, and um, I'm sitting on it. Stop sitting on it, you know? <laughs> now, yeah. That really now fine. So, um, Evangeline, I know that you are um, waiving for right now. You are waiving the registration fee for growing your personal wealth in 2021, and um, this is awesome news for for you know our listeners today. So, I would like to know who can or should attend your personal finances workshop. And um, how can they make sure that they are signed up for this one coming up in February? 
Well, Carla, I'm so glad that you asked the question. <laughs> This is this is a, this is important. So I, you know, the 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 quick answer or the quick answer, I guess, is everybody, right? You know, right. I would love for everybody to sign up um, and take advantage of this information. Um, I'm not I'm not selling a product, so there's there's no gotcha. Uh, um, it really is about sharing information in a structured and layered way, I think a lot of us don't really understand that the paycheck that we get is directly correlated to the amount of money we are able to save. There's a direct correlation. And the amount of money that we save, there is a direct correlation the amount of money we can invest and the amount of money we invest has a direct correlation to the amount of wealth that we can amass and the amount of wealth that we amass has a direct correlation to the amount of inheritance we can leave. See where I'm going with this? a lot of times when people think I want to get rich, they think I need to have a million dollar job. I need, you know, it's like the athletes, like the lottery, like um, executives. So if I have a job that pays me a million dollars, then I can say, right? But that is not true. You can start saving right now through a couple tools that I, I show and walk you through in the workshop. And I call it a boot camp because we hit it hard and we hit it fast. It's over a weekend. So if you have a weekend, if you can dedicate a few hours just to focus on your finances, I show you the correlation and then I walk you through two tools. And you Build the tools in the privacy of your own home, on your own personal network, um, and you control and you build your tools. Um, and, and you don't have to worry about being in a classroom with other people or being in a classroom with, with me, right? And those two tools are these. One, we build an income statement. And the second one, we build an asset statement. Now, these two worksheets, tools, they are core to the way businesses operate, to the solvency of businesses. When you create your own business, and Carla, I know that you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to create an income statement, which is a snapshot of how much revenue you bring in and how much money you spend. We do it in a 30-day snapshot. And whatever is left over is called your net income, right? And, and the, the, the income statement is important because it doesn't matter how much money you make. If you're not keeping some of that money at the end of the month, you're actually broke. Right. You cannot make progress. 
And people think, well, I'm getting a paycheck. And so they don't see the actual, they don't see the actual effects of their spending on their paychecks. And so in this workshop, we really analyze how much you're bringing in. You analyze, I don't do it. I just walk you through the steps, how much you're bringing in and how much you're keeping. So that's the first, that's the income statement that we build. We build that on Saturday morning. And then on Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, we build the asset statement. The asset statement looks at everything that you own, right? Everything that you that appreciates in value or you can sell for money. Mm-hmm. And then we subtract how much you owe to others, your debts. You subtract that. And what's left over is called your net worth. And these two tools, these two instruments are the way of of indicating your financial position, your financial security. And if the net income and the net worth are not where it should be, then that becomes the catalyst for how you start to save and how you make some decisions about what's important, what's not important in order to get you to a better financial situation. And I'll make one more statement about the income statement and the asset statement. These two documents are critical for the survival of businesses. Every business do this um, um, regularly. They pay attention to their money regularly. But banks create income statements and asset statements on you when you go to make large loans. They, they don't, they may not tell you that's what it's called, but it's part of that financial package because they want to know how financially secure you are so that when they loan you that mortgage, uh-huh, and when they loan you that car, that car loan, you can pay it back. So if the businesses are doing it, if banks are doing it, we need to do it for our. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. So it sounds to me that um, I was going to get into this later on, but it sounds to me from what you just said, it doesn't matter if you are a checker at Walmart nope. or a CEO of company, you know, you know, and you own your own business or whatnot. This this workshop runs the gamut for everyone. I love that. I have been preaching for years. Okay. So this show, Every Heart, Every Woman Radio started as a small group in uh, for Love Ministries. So with the ladies, I've been preaching this for years. I, you know, and I kept saying, it doesn't matter if you're a checker at Walmart. Like it doesn't matter. And because when Roosevelt and I started, um, you know, we we did this exact same thing. And, and so we kind of architect um, our lives and where they are now. But we did. We had to understand how much money was coming in, how much money we were saving, how much money we were investing in the future. And there were a couple of 
things that we decided because we are planning for our future, we're architecting our future. Um, there are a couple of things that we're not going to spend money on right, in this season of life, you know? And so you, 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 you have to know things like this. So I just love this. Um, I was just preaching it. I didn't have any toolkits <laughs> or any, you know, <laughs> I was just preaching to the people. So I love it. It's, it's time for us to take a break. We're going to, we're going to come back in just a few minutes. Every Heart, Every Woman, the show where women find balance, peace, and inspiration. Now let's get back to the show with your host, Carla Nivens. Welcome back to the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host. Our show is the program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out all of the great information about Love Ministries as you go to their website. Go to loveministriesbuilds.org. Also check out my website, carlanivens.com. Carla is spelled with a K and Nivens is N-I-V-E-N-S. Well, we are having a great conversation today with Evangeline Harris. Evangeline is on our show for the first time, so I'm so excited that she's here to speak with us. She is a financial coach and mentor and the designer and facilitator of a brand new multi-part online workshop called Growing Your Personal Health in 2021. The aim of this workshop is to share foundational concepts about personal finances specifically how to eliminate debt and build an emergency fund in ways that anyone and everyone can understand. This workshop is being offered through Zoom and it's coming up on the last weekend of this month, beginning Friday, February 26th at 6.30 to 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. And then continuing all day on Saturday, February 27th, from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you are ready to push that button and register for the workshop, send an email to growingyourpersonalwealth at hotmail.com. Growingyourpersonalwealth at hotmail.com. So Evangeline, again, thank you so much for being here. This is a conversation that we actually really need to have right now in 2021. So we so appreciate you. Um, I think when we, when we went away from the, from the break, I was saying that um, I was always preaching when this hold every heart, every woman concept came to me from the Lord. Um, I believe I was always preaching. It doesn't matter where you work. One of my um, young ladies um, was taking some classes at uh, a junior college, working at Walmart. And I said, that doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. When I started off, I, oh, when we had Naomi, when I was pregnant with Naomi, um, and then we had Roosevelt, mm-hmm. 
I was working at a church very, very, very part-time, like very part-time. <laughs> um, I, I think it was maybe anywhere from, you know, 600 to maybe seven, $800 a month. And we sat down and we said, this is where we want to be. We want to get to the point where we are, you know, Roosevelt wanted, really wanted to be a, a superintendent. Um, of schools, and I really wanted to get into music and Christian um, entertainment. And so we wrote down our goals, like this is this is what we want. And then we got on top of our business and on top of our finances. I remember going to the grocery store, keeping a very specific, you know, um, list on how much I was spending and what we needed. I knew exactly what we needed. I knew exactly how much money we. Um, had and I knew what to spend and I knew that I wanted to actually come under budget. I wanted to have twenty dollars left over. Wow! So that, yes, so that um, myself and the kids we could get ice cream or you know or something like that. And so, you know, I said you may look at us now and think, you know, we started off differently. No, it really doesn't matter if you have a super part-time job and you have some kids, you can build wealth. So um, I'm so excited about what you're doing. And I know you have a very specific message for for even younger than college students. Like you said, tw- uh, 12th grade and ninth grade. Yeah, you know, just, just continuing on this conversation about, you know, who to take advantage of this workshop, the Growing Your Personal Wealth in 2021. Um, I had an opportunity a couple of weeks ago to present financial concepts to 12th graders and nine graders. Now, my, my, my workshop, you know, I really started this workshop specifically for adults, because it was part of the adult and continuing education program out here in in Fairfax. Um, So when I was approached and asked um, by one of my, my, I call my graduates from from the workshop, if I would consider bringing this financial literacy content to high schoolers, at first I was hesitant because you know, there's a certain amount of, there's a certain amount, I guess, of, of experience that, that we're looking like shared baseline experience when we teach this kind of information that we assume only adults know and understand. But then I took it on as a challenge and I said, let me go back to my content and let me strip it further down into the essentials for a younger audience. Carla? When I presented the first, the first um, um, workshop to the 12th graders, that was on the issue of identifying your net worth. So just being able to distinguish between what is an asset and what is a liability and why knowing the difference between those two things are the first steps for building wealth. And when we looked at asset classes, we looked at the types of liabilities, and the kids got it instantaneously. Mm-hmm. So now, instead of talking about how much 
your credit score is, they are now walking around talking about what net worth is, what their net worth is. And, and so that was, that for me made me realize, wait a minute, we need to be hitting, we need to be reaching the kids Mm -hmm. because once we get to our thirties and forties and fifties, we have less time ahead of us to build wealth. But our kids, if they understand these foundational principles of income statements, net income, net worth, uh, if they understand those at 16, at 17, then they have 40, 50 years ahead of them to save and invest. That was the 12th graders. The ninth graders wanted me to come and talk to them about the stock market. Now, I know like a little bit about the stock market, but they forced me to do so much more research. And I was able to coordinate with my own financial advisor uh, to validate this content. And when we spoke, when I presented to them last week on the stock market, they were more savvy than I was, Carla. They... I I didn't even get into the speculative, the speculation of the stock market. They brought it up. I had never even heard of that mm-hmm. as a component of the stock market. So our kids are smart. Love it. They are accessed. They have the internet. They, they have data right at their fingertips. They may not understand the contextual part of it. And mm-hmm. I think that's what I bring to um, our audience. Everybody knows what debt is. Everybody knows what income is. Everybody knows what a credit card is. Everybody knows what an uh, investment is. But how do you look at all of these financial concepts in a structured, systematic, logical, sequenced view so that you can understand it bolts? That's what. I hope that I bring to the Growing Your Personal Wealth in 2021 workshop boot camps that we're offering over the week. Yeah, I love that. I love that. This is wonderful. So let me ask you this. You have done a couple of the workshops already in this current format that, that you have in December 2020 and then one last month. What have been some of the responses that you received from from the attendees oh girl it's it's gratifying mm-hmm. it is gratifying i think i think a lot of people are a little hesitant because you know i haven't had a chance to really architect a lot of a lot of language and a lot of marketing around the, the workshop as yet remember this was just like almost a knee-jerk reaction right. covid you know, the, the racial unrest, the end of 2020 was coming. One of my friends, she was like, E, just have a class right now. Stop thinking, just do it right now. And that's how December came about. I literally sent out the invite a week before the class. And then I was like, I haven't looked at my PowerPoint presentation, (laughs) you know, and uh, it's just, it's just been, it's just been snowballing ever since with a lot of these speaking engagements and uh, a lot of requests to come and talk with employees and organizations. 
doing your show, Carla? Like, OMG, <laughs> I feel like if I've arrived, you know? And you have arrived. <laughs> girl, I'm open. I'm open to the universe. I'm open to what God really wants uh, to do this year for, for people who need it. And so these, these responses that I'm getting, they fuel me, they, they energize me, and they bring me so much happiness and validation. So I'm going to read a couple yes. of them to you. Um, one says, Miss E, thank <laughs> you very much for the opportunity to learn and better our lives. I enjoyed every bit of the workshop. Since we've talked, I've paid off three credit cards and one to go. I was glad to learn that I can actually close the credit card account once the payment is done. Your information on investments is quite intriguing. And right now I'm watching John, Joshua Johnson and what he's explaining about markets, the GameStop saga now makes sense. All right. Right. So this is, this is what I'm talking about. Like that whole speculation piece of the market, we talked about it. And because we talked about it in the workshop, when she heard reporting on it after the workshop, she had the context and she had the terminology and, and the relational aspects. How does speculation relate to growth and income? How does growth and income relate to um, safety investments? She had that context in order to understand the news reporting afterwards. That's financial literacy. Yes. There is another one. I have a couple, a couple more, but I have another one that says, uh, thank you for sharing your time and sharing your wisdom and mentor. I'm setting up my budget and soon to be my income statement. I'm also setting up a snowball plan to pay off my credit card debt, the disease as you call it. This pandemic is a great time to save and get your financial health on track to becoming a millionaire plus, and to be in a position to give back. These are my goals. Stay safe. Mm, I love it. And here is one more. I'll read this one more to you because it really gets back to who should take it. You know, I'm a single woman, um, but I, I, I try my best to take care of my family, my mom, and my stepfather and my brothers. And so I want to make sure that my family is on, you know, they're, they're as educated and they're as financially positioned as possible because you, you want to help everyone, but we got to take care of our house. Um, but, you know, kids need this. Kids in college need it. But couples need it as well. And so this particular young lady, she came to the workshop and she came to only one of the, the three of the parts of the workshop. She was only able to sit into one. And she said, thank you so much for such insightful discussions. I thoroughly enjoyed them. However, I'd like to do another boot camp, the exact classes, but this time with my husband. And I will tune in for the entire session. My husband needs this very much. Please also include my mom and sister. So as we understand financial principles and we teach it to our families and we connect with others, our peers and our friends, they want their families to understand 
And because we all want at the end of the day to be secure and our kids to be secure and our parents to be secure. And, and, and that's, that's what it is. And, you know, there's the big, the big aspect of inheritance. Setting up, I think the Bible talks about this, you know, a, a, good, a good father sets up an inheritance for the third and the fourth generation. That wasn't figuratively. That was a literal, a literal, a literal understanding of what the scripture says. How do you do that? You do that by saving, investing, and a thing that we don't do very often, estate planning, making sure you have a will, making sure you have power of attorney, making sure you have a trust if you have that much money, because that is generational wealth. Set that up so that your kids don't have to start over financially the way we do. Right. Right. I love it. This, this is huge. Evangelize. I, 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 I'm all about this. I, I'm, I'm thinking of all of the, I'm actually thinking of my, um, my, you know, my son and my nephews, the two of them, the three of them together, they are three in a bunch. Like, <laughs> so now they're three in a bunch via Zoom. As soon as they have the opportunity, they all three get, get on Zoom. And so they are still doing life together. They're just doing it from their, their separate homes. But the three of them is they are a senior and then uh, two are juniors in high school. If they get this now, you know, oh, girl, before they even leave the house, we've already set them up, you know, on, on oh, a girl. path. You weren't set up, you know. So you, yeah. you're not uh, kidding. When I was talking with the ninth graders and we went through the stock market, the very last, because they're interested, they're like, oh, can we buy stocks? You know, can we be day traders? You know, and so they they were interested in in buying the stocks. But my advice to them was, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, single stocks and, and funds and whatnot. But my advice to them is at 15, 16. Ask your parents to open one mutual fund for you. Start it, $200, $250, $1,000. If parents are able to open it with $2,000, open a mutual fund when you're 15 and 16. And as you work, add money to it, right? Because when you do that, they're going to be able to buy cars outright buy homes outright. If they don't touch it, they will amass millions of dollars by the time they retire. And then they mm-hmm. estate plan that and they pass mm-hmm. that on to the next generation. So now the next generation is in a doubly better position than we were. And, and you just rinse and repeat, rinse right. and repeat, rinse and repeat. I love that. So Evangeline, how, what, how did you, what piqued your interest about personal finances in the first place? You know, how, how did this even germinate in your heart over the years? Girl, student loans. (laughs) (laughs) Two words for you, student loans. You know, um, I, I have always, my mom um, is a, is a banker. She was a a banker. She's retired. And Mm -hmm. so I grew up 
um, knowing that, you know, you should open a savings account. We had the Christmas savings account. We had youth savings account. And um, so she was always a big believer that if you earn money, you need to save it. So she taught us that principle at a very early age. And I was fortunate because um, I received a full scholarship to, to go to undergrad. And so mom didn't have to pay tuition. I didn't have student loans. But I still needed to figure out how to fly from home to college and back. And even, even purchasing an airline ticket was a financial concern for us, right? And, uh, but mom made it work. And then I went on to grad school and I got a partial scholarship for grad school, but I was working at the time. I started my first grown-up job and went back to get my master's. And, um, and then I incurred student loan debt for the first time. But because I was working, I had my own apartment, um, and I was able to pay my bills, all of them. I've been very conscientious about paying bills and paying them on time. And I thought that was the mark of being an adult. You know, I didn't have to ask my mom for any money. I could cover all my bills with my paycheck, as meager as it was back in those days. And so I would pay the minimum of my student loan. And when the next bill came the next month, Instead of like my balance being reduced to $20 that I sent in, it was only reduced like $3. Now, I don't know anything about math. Like I, I am just not that person, right? And you say something about numbers and my brain shuts down. And so the next month I sent in $20 and then it only got reduced three more dollars. And I'm like, something is wrong here. And that's when... As a full-grown adult, Carla, a full-grown adult, that's when I learned what interest is. Mm -hmm. So $15 of my 20 was going to interest and only $5 was going to bringing down my balance. And that really began the journey. I, I, first, I thought inter interest was bad. I'm like, I need to stay away from interest. And then I realized interest is good if it works for you and bad if it works against you. Interest is good if it's an asset. Interest is bad if it's a liability. That's why knowing the difference between those two things is foundational. And I figured that out and I started to pay off. One credit card. Girl, I'm so ashamed to tell you. I had like about 14 credit cards. You remember the back in the day in yes. college? When they would send them to you. Uh-huh. You go out to Sears and you're like, open a Sears card and you'll get a tchotchke. You'll get a little water bottle, you know? <laughs> so I open all these credit cards and of course you have them. So you, you charge on them. But little by little, I started to pay them off. And, uh, and then I finally went went out into the adult um, uh, continuing education program in my area, took an investment course for women, and then started listening to just all the experts. Um, uh, Michelle Singletary uh, in our area, she's amazing. Uh, Dave Ramsey, I listened to his program for years. You know, Susie o um, Omen, Owen, um, I listened to her as well. So I just started to try to understand principles and the more I understood, 
the more I felt I was prepared to teach what I learned um, to others. And, and that's, that's how it got started. Now I'm debt free, girl. I love it. I love it. This, this is wonderful. So this, this actually is personal for you. That's the best place to build your business around something that is truly personal for you. So I love that. I have another big question, but I know we truly are out of time. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask you that, this question offline and I'll have to put the answer because I want to know what's the difference between a, um, a coach a coaching mentor and an advisor or planner. So I will put the answer to that on our social media as I post this. But I do want everyone to know to go ahead and send an email to growingyourpersonalwealthathotmail.com to take advantage of this workshop Friday, February 26th, and then Saturday, February 27th. Everyone have a great week. We'll see you back here next week.